Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? Good. Cool. Okay. We're gonna go on and get started. Okay. So um good evening everybody. This is Don aka the Interactive Nanny. We're coming to you today from Interactive Nanny's World. And today we have a special guest on the podcast. This is Miss Kimberlyn Claxton, and she also has a podcast here on um, the Anchor app as well. Hers is Nanny Speaks, so you guys make sure you go check hers out as well. And she's doing a, a um, an interview with us today. We're glad to have you on in Nanny's World. We've been trying to get this together for a couple of weeks, guys. <laughs> so she's here with us today, so we're going to try to pick up brain, ask her a couple of questions, and just get her insight on... Um, some different aspects dealing with nannying and just the whole profession itself. Yay, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. You're welcome. No problem. We're excited to have you. Well, thank you. Okie dokie. So the first question I have for you as far as um, nannying is is how long have you been in the nannying profession? Nanny professional nanny so I tell people 16 years only because I started taking care of kids when I was 15 um originally at my father's church but then parents just started dropping their kids off to me on the weekend and then the weekends turned into summer vacation and sometime um you know parent kids would stay overnight with me for a couple of days and so my um my parents told me that I should make it into a career because I was really good at it. The children, you know, loved me. The parents trust me, and so that's just what I decided to do. So I literally have been taking care of kids for 16 years. I feel like that's the only thing I'm good at. <laughs> like I, I don't know what else I would do um, <laughs> if I wasn't caring for children. Wow. Mm-hmm. So do you? find yourself like sometimes getting like burnt out or you know you overwhelmed or something like that um the only time I think I have been burnt out or overwhelmed would definitely have to be adjusting to moms who are on maternity leave or working from home that's that's the part that like I can work 15 hours a day I can work all weekend you know like I I do not care Mm -hmm. about being with kids all day but um I've recently had to um you know just get adjusted to the maternity leave mom and for me it's kind of just like when you're on maternity leave you're literally sitting on the couch all day you know kind of in my space um right and you know a lot of times and you probably see this as well kids act different when their parents are around so you know if mommy is home and your baby sees that then you know Mm -hmm. they may decide they don't want to stick to their schedule or their tantrums might be amplified that day you know and so it's just so that was probably the hardest thing trying to get through but thankfully um the clients that I have we can have those type of hard discussions and you know have conversations like so a couple of hours out of the day I need you to go grocery shopping or go do Mm -hmm. some yoga or go get your hair done or something you know leave leave me the baby but I don't need you up in my face for 10-12 hours a day 
every single right. day for six months. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so has it been, have you been working throughout since the pandemic started or were you off for a while or so, how did that work out? So I was off. I think my last day of work was March 18th. And originally we all thought that it was just going to be for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, then the two weeks passed and they um they wanted to extend the stay at home order so we all decided i wouldn't come back until june mm-hmm. um so i actually just went back to work about 2 weeks ago okay but what I, but what i'm currently doing right now i i was doing a three kid nanny share so mm-hmm. i was taking care of three one year olds Um, One family I've been with for four years. I've had their daughter since she was four months, but she started going to daycare full time. So I just had her brother. Um, And so I was doing a three kid nanny share. Now, one family left the share because they did get laid off. And so I was just going to be with my other two families come June. But this whole time, September was going to be the end of my contract because um, the, the, my other babies were going to be going to school too. Mm-hmm. So September was always going to be the end of our contract. And I did actually find a new family who needs a nanny starting again, um, you know, September. So I already have a new contract lined up for September, but this definitely kind of put a damper in a lot of Whoa. things. Um, but I'm still with my family right now up until September. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as um, like disciplining your nanny children, how do you, how would you, is it, I mean, of, of course it's different. You can't discipline your nanny children the way you discipline your own children, but how do you deal with like the discipline issues or whatever? Actually, I I have that kind of conversation with my parents early on um, mm-hmm. and during the interview um, stages, especially if... I have the baby as a newborn. We kind of gradually grow together. But mm-hmm. my families have, because I am a mom, my daughter is six. And so my families have actually kind of allowed me to discipline the way I see fit. Now, obviously, I have never spanked one of mm-hmm. my nanny kids or anything, but we do. We do timeouts. We take mm-hmm. toys away. Um I can use a stern voice if I need to, especially if they're at the age where they're understanding right from wrong, but they choose to just do the wrong thing anyway. I, you know, they do give me the ability to, you know, let them know Mm -hmm. I'm I'm the authoritative figure right now and you do have to listen to me. Um, So um, I make sure we have um, an open communication And if Mm -hmm. I do have to raise my voice, I always let the parents know, like, this is what happened and this is the consequence for what happened. And a lot of times they agree with me and don't give me any, um, you know, slack about it. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm Mm-hmm. What about you? As far as, like, nannying, I haven't done as much nannying as I've done and just in the early child care field myself because that's what I am by trade as a child early child care teacher okay okay I mean so I'm in the classroom okay okay I, you know, and it, it can be pretty difficult you have to sort of navigate it lightly some of the families or you know, some of the parents that I work with if I you know that I get really close to it's 
okay, Miss Don, whatever you say, if they're doing this, that, 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 that. Some of them is like, you know, my child didn't do that. Don't fuss at my child. Don't look but, at my child. Yes. <laughs> you know, we, sometimes it depends on what kind of center you're in. Yep. You have to take them to the office or get a, some form of administration. Okay, you need to come back here and get such and such because, it, I mean, you, you're sort of a, a balance that you have to sort of figure. Sometimes you just have to pick your battles. Right, that's true. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, it, I mean, it. Just, I guess it just depends. Like, but like you said, as far as the relationship with the parents, mm-hmm. that's very important. Very important. Yep, and I definitely take pride in making sure that we have a really good relationship and that we're close and we get to know each other. It's not just, oh, I'm coming to your house for 10 hours a day, you go to work, then you come home and I leave. No, we have like Mm -hmm. really detailed conversations at night or we'll text throughout the day and I do Mm -hmm. send um, pictures and videos Mm -hmm. and everything basically showing what the kids are learning for that day because I still try to make it a little a little structured because I have worked in a few daycares as well as mm-hmm. I went to school for early childhood education mm-hmm. as well so I try to make sure the kids are doing age appropriate activities mm-hmm. every single day in, instead of just running around the house playing all day right mm-hmm. yeah so have you had like experiences with work as far as your children or whatever in you know, them having like um being allergic or having like certain health issues that you sort of had to work around throughout the day whether it be you know they couldn't be out in the sun too long or they couldn't eat certain things or just certain actually I have not I have not met any kids that had any type of health restriction whatsoever Mm -hmm. that's good yeah yeah wow I mean, because I mean, like like I said, with me working in childcare as far as in the classroom, you see a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be um, lactose intolerance, different allergies, you, I mean, peanut allergies, eggs they can't have. I mean, just it, whatever it is, I've pretty much seen. No, I have now. I had, I did have one family. The kids were older, but mm-hmm. they had behavior issues, mm-hmm. and they were like mm-hmm. some really, really dark issues. And it was kind of scary for me. Um, right. The youngest child was eight, and the oldest was fifteen. It was a, fa- it was a family of um four kids, but mm-hmm. they all kind of had, um you know like separation issues because their father used to abuse their mom and then the father left and things like that so they were really angry children and so Mm -hmm. at times when I would come to the house you know the eight-year-old who I was supposed to be with at all times you know sometimes she'll take a she'll try to take a broom and hit me or like she'll just be her brother stole my credit card one time and charged spent like five hundred dollars on video games um so I had some and that was the first that was the first and last time that I worked with a family like that mm-hmm. but it was to the point where you know their um their therapists would make house calls and stuff on the days that I worked and if some of the kids were acting out of control the parent or the therapist that's there would literally manhandle them so they can calm down mm-hmm. 
And right. one and one time the cops had to be called, you know, because oh the goodness. because one of the boys threatened to set the house on fire oh. with me in it. That's probably like the only Yeah, that's probably the only thing I've ever had to deal with when it came to um a rough position. I think it probably lasted not even a month. And then I yeah. had to Yeah, and then I kinda I couldn't really I couldn't really deal with it yeah. after that. Have you worked with like families that have um like different I guess religious beliefs or some don't celebrate certain holidays or something like that? Yes, I did work with one family who was atheist. um, I'm Christian Uh and although they grew up Christian, you know, when they became adults and things like that, the husband and wife Mm -hmm. both decided they didn't believe in anything and they became atheists. And so they, they, I mean, their baby was an infant, so there really wasn't too much, you know, like it wasn't like I was going to take the baby to church every day and things like that. But they did say, you know, that they really didn't celebrate Christmas. And if I did talk about God, can I do it in a way that wouldn't be forcing their kid to take on my religious values? But like I said, the baby right. was young at the time, so we, we never actually got to that point. Um, but that's mm-hmm. probably the only the only family I've dealt with that had views that were different than mine. Mm-hmm. Wow. Was that like sort of uncomfortable or did you just work around? Yeah, it no, it, it wasn't uncomfortable because it wasn't like they were it wasn't like they wore black every day and the house looked all d- demonic and things like yeah. they were they yeah. were normal people. Um, and they they mm-hmm. respected me. I respected them. They just, you know, went to work and allowed me to have my day with the baby and everything. So it was yeah, it was mm-hmm. it was fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. So do you with the with the families that you work with now, do you do like special things for like the nanny babies, like on their birthdays? Do you, you know, treat them oh. or just celebrate kind of a little celebration with the nanny babies Most that you definitely. have? I get super attached to them. You know, I love their parents. I literally treat all of my nanny babies like they are mine I refer to them I refer to them as my kids my babies when their birthdays come around I'm always getting them birthday gifts Valentine's Day Christmas Easter Thanksgiving their parents (laughs) anniversary like I I go all out for all of them and they do the same thing for my daughter so we so every family I've had they've all welcomed my daughter into their home so a a Mm -hmm. few times she has come to work with me um, mm-hmm. on my birthday, you know, they surprise me with flowers and gifts and things like that on our, you know, yearly anniversaries. If, if I've been with the family for a certain amount of time, you know, we celebrate those together mm-hmm. and, you know, we cry, we laugh, we, we have annual meetings yeah. about the hard times and things that we need to fix. So it's definitely family based. Like we, like we literally okay. love each other. Even families who I don't work with anymore full time, mm-hmm. they still call me. They check on me. I still might take care of their kids for like occasional date nights and things like that. So mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had a position where we ended on bad terms. It was just we outgrew mm-hmm. the situation and it was time for their kids to go to school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. 
it was something I was getting ready to ask you. Yeah. <laughs> it'll come back to me. The question that I knew I wanted to ask yeah. you, it'll come back to me. Um, oh, yeah, this is what it was. Now, you say your baby's six and you've been doing this for mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. over six years. So when, when, like, when it was time for you to, like, have your baby, did you, like, go on maternity leave or did you work up to your... It was time for you to have your baby and then stay out so, for so long. I was in a daycare the whole time I was pregnant. Um, okay. Actually, when I applied for the job, I didn't know I was pregnant, so I end up I end up getting hired. Yeah. And then about two weeks later, you know, they wanted me to do a physical and everything like that. So I, you know, did all that required stuff for them, and then I found out I was pregnant. So I let my. Um, mm. I let the director know she was completely fine with it. All of the women that I was working with, they had all been pregnant and worked there. And so, you know, like they really helped me. Um, Mm -hmm. But I did end up, my daughter was due in June, but she came May 6th. So I actually ended up going into labor at work. Um, yeah. Oh my God. So I remember the day everyone was getting ready to take all the kids out for a walk. But the day that I came in, my feet were swollen. And so, um, everybody was like, no, Kim, we think you need to sit this one out because we're about to do a two mile walk. And, you know, we don't think you should walk with us because look at your feet, like they're swollen. And so, um, I was like, okay, well y'all go ahead. And so I remember going to the bathroom and all of a sudden like I, it just wouldn't I just my water just broke and I was like okay so I'm yeah. not about to panic I called my mom and I was like you know mom I think it's time can you pick me up from work and so um she picked me up from work at around 11 we got to the hospital got checked in my daughter was probably born at around seven o'clock that night oh yeah wow. so it <laughs> So you you were in a center instead of nanny. Yep, yep. At, at that time, time, at that time, I was I was um at a at a center. Um, and I did take three months off, so I went back to work. She was born in mm-hmm. May. I went back to work in August, and um, it was very difficult for me to mm-hmm. to leave her. So I ended up actually leaving that job because they didn't have any space available and I wanted to bring her to work with me. Mm -hmm. So I ended up leaving that job and I found another daycare that did have space um, for her to be in. So she went to work with Mm -hmm. me for about six months, but then I realized, yeah, it's funny. Like I realized I didn't necessarily know if I wanted my baby to be a daycare child. So I ended up Mm -hmm. finding an older lady that um, lives around the corner from the center I was working at. And so she started taking care of Kenley for me. And she was close enough to where every day I could take my hour lunch break over there because I was still breastfeeding. And so I would spend Mm -hmm. my lunch with Kenley, you know, nurse her and, you know, play with her a little Mm -hmm. bit. Then I would go back to work. So that made me feel a whole oh, lot better mm-hmm. that's cool yeah 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 okay so how does she as far as like with your families that you your nanny families how has she adjusted to you know being around them when she has to like go with she you or whatever loves them she loves babies just as much as i do and so she um she is very nurturing 
to them but sometimes I have to remind her like you're also still little so you can't be picking up the baby thinking you know what you're doing Mm -hmm. when you really don't but she's she's very helpful and then the older kids who are probably about two or three years younger than her they love playing with her like like Kenley is Mm -hmm. like awesome with with the kids Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's, it's a lot of fun so do you when you um when you're nannying throughout the day or whatever, do you have like other nanny friends or whatever? Do y'all like set up play dates or whatever with your I nanny do. children? So my best you know? friend Val, she and I actually met at a library uh, circle group. And okay. we she and I became friends and then we just our kids just they became best friends and every single day she and I would do um play dates like every day for one because she and I got along and we thought it would be fun for us to develop a friendship but then also you know just to get the kids together and Mm -hmm. but then her family ended up moving to Vienna last last summer yeah last summer so it was kind of sad you know our girls wouldn't be able to see each other every day anymore but Val and I are still friends till this day like we we both still nanny but we get together almost every weekend we talk every day we work out together so she and I are still really good friends yeah yeah (laughs) so do you see yourself like continuing as far as nanny and like long term I mean you've already been in it for 16 years do you see yourself going like another 16 years so I have a couple of goals in mind that I that I want to accomplish one would be to open up a 24-hour daycare I necessarily Mm -hmm. do not want to work in the daycare I just want to run it but I think that it's Mm -hmm. something important to have for you know doctors who are on call or firemen who have to work Mm -hmm. 24 hours a day or um, you know security guard like people who have night jobs a lot Mm -hmm. of times it's hard Mm -hmm. for them to find care and I think you know that there should be a place where they know they can always drop in you know drop their kids off at and I think I wanted to be a center where I do allow um random drop off say if you do have a nanny who work overnights for you but she calls off because she's sick or something like that I want to be able to have right. you call me you know like hey Miss Kim my nanny called she's sick can I drop my baby off for x amount of hours and mm-hmm. you know that be okay so that's you know so that's mm-hmm. one goal that I that I would like to accomplish and the other thing is that I'm contemplating right now is going back to school for my masters and getting a masters in psychology mm-hmm. but I would be still focusing on children um yeah. I don't know if it would be, if my focus would be on abused children or children who have behavior issues um, I'm not sure yet, but I know I want it to still be in child psychology. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's pretty cool. So, have you like registered for school, or is that something you're not still? Not yet. I haven't registered. I've I've been out of school for six years now, um, but it's definitely mm-hmm. been on my mind a lot especially since mm-hmm. the quarantine started you know a lot of us mm-hmm. had a lot of time on our hands who was at home you know oh, yeah. and so 
Yeah. And so it's just been definitely giving me time to reflect and think about other things that I want to accomplish. So I did I did yeah. my bachelor's online. So I, so I believe I can do my master's online too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So what about what about you? As far mm-hmm. as like school yeah. or something. I actually, well, I just I have my associates now in early childhood education, um, but I've actually registered for August to get okay. my bachelor's in education. But it's going to be like okay. a dual degree, early childhood and elementary education. So I'll be pursuing that in August. Um, one of my one of my well, two of my goals rather is number one to get my nanny service going the way I want yeah. it to go. Um, and also down the line to open up a child development center of my own. Yeah, that would be awesome. So those are always the, yeah, those are, you know, goals that I'm looking at as far as mm-hmm. right now. But and yeah. I also, um, I also started a couple of years ago doing child care for weddings. And so I had started mm-hmm. this, um, you know, this company called Bridal Baby Child Care where I, um, if you had kids in the wedding, I was I was mm-hmm. with the kids all day during their hair, getting their clothes ready so the bride and groom can kind of focus on their day. Because, you know, mm-hmm. when you're getting married, you know, oh. a lot of times the kids who are in the wedding, it could be a lot. They running around, they crying, they don't want to take pictures, yeah. you know, they don't want to be at the reception all night. And some, you know, weddings are adult only and so a lot of times people mm-hmm. want RSVP if they can't find a sitter or something so mm-hmm. I you know came up with this idea that I would be that person to mm-hmm. take care of their children while everyone is at the wedding so mm-hmm. that's something that I definitely would like to blossom and I, I would love to travel right now I just do it in DC but I would love to mm-hmm you know travel around the world and help you know help different people out a lot of the weddings I've done so far have been successful and the bride and groom will like get me a nice suite at the hotel and all the kids mm-hmm. will just come to my room and stay with me overnight the parents will, the parents will probably pick them up at around noon so they're with me from the mm-hmm. start of the wedding until noon the next day just so they can get a good night's sleep and everything mm-hmm. That's yeah, cool. thank you. Wow. So how long have you been doing that? So I think I did I did my first wedding ten years ago, but I never gave it any thought until about two years ago when I did about I had three weddings to do that year. And I was like, hmm, this really sounds like I really feel like this would be a successful a successful thing if I kinda get it up and running. And so that's just what mm-hmm. I've been. So then I just decided to make it a, a business two years ago. Yeah, cool. thank you. Thank oh, you. Wow. So now when you're doing that, do you have your daughter with you doing no. while you're on that? No, I as don't. Well? Because I still, okay. I still try to keep it professional. And as much as everyone yeah. says, you know, your daughter is welcomed and stuff, I, I try to separate the two. So sometime I'll bring her to work with me, but for the most part, I try to keep it as professional as I can. And so like if I have to work on the weekend, 
I'll set my daughter up to where she can spend the night at her best friend's house so she doesn't feel mm-hmm. like my mom keeps leaving me to go take care of other kids so that way when she's at her mm-hmm. friend's house she kind of you know they're playing games and having a sleepover so she really doesn't mm-hmm. think about me that much yeah right yeah mm-hmm. Wow, that's yeah, cool. thank you. Okay. I think I think I've asked you. I think that's it as far as I can okay. think of right now. I mean, but I definitely would love for us to do this again though, because I actually yeah. really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can set some up. Yes, that would, that would be amazing. Yeah. Well, guys. This is the end of our um, interview session with Miss Kimberly Claxton, aka Nana Speaks. Um, we've enjoyed having her on our on the podcast today in Nana's World, and we'll be looking forward to setting something up with something else up with Miss Kimberly Kimberly again. But until then, this is done. The Inactive Nanny signing off from Inactive Nanny's World where love and play are interacting. And Miss Kimberly, we will, we will definitely Thank talk Thank you again. so much. Thanks for having me. I look forward to it. Okay, then. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.